Hi, I'm Julie. <laughs> and, I'm Li- <laughs> and I'm Lisa. Welcome to Two Sober Chicks. Currently, we're a disaster in here. Yeah. But, but that's okay. At least we're not falling down drunk. Nope. Just... That was more of a disaster. Yeah. This is a mild disaster. Hey, how do you guys like our new musical intro? I'm very proud of it. Well, I'm proud of Lisa's work, actually, because I have nothing to do with it. It's not that big a deal, really. I love it. That's good. I'm Look glad you, you like it. Look at you, all blushy. <laughs> it's, it's menopause, but then... <laughs> no, I was blushing a little bit. Um, anyway, we're glad to be back in studio and uh, giving you a little bit more of what you want. It's my pulled radio voice. <laughs> it's the Julia Lisa Show. Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, no, we've missed you guys and this is really fun for us and, uh, we get to be silly and we get to talk about the thing that brings us so much joy, which is recovery and sobriety. And it's a good reminder that, um, if I don't put my sobriety first, then I don't got shit. Then I'll lose it. Yeah. Then I'll lose everything. So, um, we're going to jump, jump right into another topic today. Uh, I think we've done all our listener emails. We have. Right? We're going to talk about amends. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this one comes up a lot, but it's important. Yes. And uh, the variation, this is a slightly different variation. This is a good one. I don't even know how to begin this one, really. Um, so, oh, I guess ba- basically the main message was unsolicited advice. Yes, making an amend for unsolicited advice. Doesn't mean it's not kick-ass, amazing advice. The problem is the unsolicited part. Right, yes. and um, I never do that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, keep my opinions oh, to myself. Fuck. That's why we have to have a podcast, so we can share our opinions with you guys. That's right. <laughs> this is the right forum. To share your opinion. Unsolicited advice. Yes. Because you, if you don't want to listen, you can just shut up. Shut That's us funny. off. <laughs> <laughs> you can just shut us off. Um, yeah. Unsolicited advice. And the kicker to this was that it was me mm-hmm. making an amends, not an apology. An apology and amends. We've talked about this before and the difference. An amends to a sponsee. So it was probably a four day process that I had to go through. But you know what? That's fast. Years ago would have been four fucking years, yeah. <laughs> if at all. Um, so yeah, I was kind of pleased that I was able to go through it. But I have a great team of spiritual advisors. I have my friends who are there to guide me. I have my sponsor uh, and my best friend who is like a, well, don't tell her. She's like another sponsor, but she <laughs> she says, I am never going to be your sponsor. I'm your friend. Okay. All right. So you're my friend, but I still come to you for With advice. Great sp- sponsorly advice. Amazing sponsorly advice. Um, yeah, so I, I leaned on a bunch of these gurus because I was going through this problem where, oh, it was such a sticky situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I heard um, second party, third party mm-hmm. information. I wasn't there when this situation happened. But because my sponsee was a part of this situation, I then took it upon myself to identify her character defect (laughs) and then text her about it. How'd that go? Oh, fuck. It was an absolute shit show. Absolute shit show. And I caused a lot of pain, Mm. you know, and that's that's not something you want to do. It was hard because I love this person dearly. 
I also love my wife dearly, who was a part of this this situation, mm-hmm. and um, and you love your friend dearly. That was also a part a of part of this situation, right? There was all these different, you know, p- parts, and yeah. I don't know how much we're going to talk about the actual situation, but just that the awareness for me, the awakening for me, was not that this person owed me an amends. That I, how can I say this? The situation never would have happened if I hadn't opened my big fat cake hole. Mm. And inserted myself into the situation. Yes, I am someone's sponsor. Um, however, she didn't come to me and say, you know, this situation happened. What would you suggest? Or, you know, I'm having difficulty with this. Can we talk about char- what character defect is this? Yeah. I just heard it, identified what I thought it was, and then fucking wrote her about it. And of course, she went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. First of all, because now she knows that I'm hearing second or third party information she now knows that another friend has been brought in and it's been discussed so she's feeling betrayed absolutely she's feeling isolated um she's feeling probably abandoned by me um and just and she lashed out and she was really angry and upset um but luckily having had some time around the program i can usually identify anger uh as hurt like right. the root of her anger, yeah. I identified very quickly as she's hurt. And then I had to think, why is she fucking hurt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, took me a couple of days thinking, writing. I did a, I did a, a fourth or a tenth step on this, trying to figure out um, my part in it. And it was a beautiful experience. And in a way, I'm, I'm glad it happened because it identified Uh, something about me that I need to work on that I need to fix which is the unsolicited advice of a sponsee just because you're my sponsee doesn't mean that I get to call you up and tell you what you need to work on yeah um so that was a that was an interesting journey and it was great to be able to do an amends and to see the relief on her face um and to have her say you know thank you yes I was feeling that way and that did hurt me And, and just to acknowledge it you know amends are so powerful Oh my God. Yeah. Any, you want to add anything? To that? Um, it's reminding me of something that's happened to me in the, in the last two weeks, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, I know that I do not have to receive an apology to forgive someone, but it doesn't mean that the pain still isn't there sometimes. So when I first came into the program, I made friends with, um, a guy in my home group who was, uh, another woman in the group, son, who was good friends. Like he was part of like this little inner circle and we had been friends for years and I loved him and I, I know he loved me. And then, uh, I think it was a year and a half or two years ago, I was texting him and I got no response. Hmm. And so, you know, at first it's like a couple days and then a couple weeks later, I'm like, I haven't heard from him. So I reached out, didn't hear from him. And I can see that he's read my messages. Right. And I'm like, did I do something? So now I start spinning after weeks. As if we aren't sick enough. Thank you, Apple, (laughs) (laughs) for allowing us to know that someone has read our messages. And no, they are not responding. They're choosing not to respond to us. So I had sent him emails and texts. And this just wasn't over like days or weeks. This was over months. And then I start spinning thinking, did I do something? Did I say, like, I'm racking my brain and I'm in pain because for me, I have issues around abandonment. Um, Not that I fall to the floor and I freak out, but if someone pokes at that, Mm -hmm. it's very painful and upsetting for me. 
And so after, and I I know his mom, I mentioned it to his mom and she sort of commented on it. And this is like a year and a half, two years later now, I get an email from him last week. Oh, wow. Basically saying, no, he texted me. He's like, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Happy Thanksgiving. He's like, I haven't talked to you in a while. I'm like, <gasps> so I delete the text. Ooh. Because I don't even want to deal with it. Resentment. Then he sends me an email. Which is interesting because I had emailed and texted him a lot and never heard back. <laughs> and he's like, I don't I don't know if you got my message, but I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving and how are you doing? And I said, you know what? I actually did get your text message. I deleted it. Um, and I said to him, I am not asking anything of you, but I don't treat my friends that way. I don't accept treatment like that from people. Mm-hmm. I tried. I don't know what happened to you, but it's always bought. It really hurt me and it's always bothered me. And I do not wish to reopen communication with you. Mm. Plain and simple. Now his amend was this. He's in the program. Yeah. I'm sorry that my seeming actions hurt you. <laughs> and then just so you know, my phone blew up and blah, blah. And I moved and this, that, and the other. And I'm thinking... I know he's lying. Even if his phone blew up, I knew he got my emails. Right. So I thought, well, I don't want to be mean and not respond. I'll just be like, thanks for clearing that up. But then I don't want to be his friend anymore. Mm -hmm. Because if someone can walk away from me like that, after being such an important part of my life, after being such a good friend of mine, I can't, first of all, the older I get, the faster time goes. And the more I realize how precious my time is. And I want to spend that time with people that I love that pour into me that I pour into. I don't have space for someone who has a jealous girlfriend or a jealous wife and decides to like completely drop me because that's what I believe has happened. Um, That's what I believe the catalyst was, but that does not excuse his behavior for just fucking off and leaving me hanging like that. So I'm not going to respond to him because I have no interest in having that kind of a relationship in my life. But the amend, in my opinion, was done wrong. If someone came to me and said, you hurt me, I'd be like, oh my God, I am mm. so sorry. And what what do we learn? How can I make it better? Yes. I don't, like not, I'm sorry my seeming actions, or mm-hmm. apparently I've hurt you. Right. No. No. And for someone who's been in the program, I think he's been in 10 years. I'm sorry, but you should fucking know better <laughs> because you have tools. Yeah. And I hold people in recovery with a program of action more responsible than people that don't. That's just the way it works. But not everybody in the program actually lives and works the steps. This is true. So some people can be around for 20 fucking years <laughs> And still be batshit crazy, right? Yeah. So maybe he's just in that category. Yeah. But you're right. We would like to think. And you just reminded me of something with my sponsee. You taught me this. Was at the end of my amends, I said, and here's what I'm going to do moving forward. I'm going to do my utmost, my best to not offer you unsolicited advice. Mm. And I want to do a little less through text. Because text can be misconstrued. That was yeah. another apology I made. I never should have brought this up and at all. And secondly, I brought it up in a text message. That's fucking asinine. And I'm really sorry. I'm an asshole. So I'm going to try not to do that again. And then I said, um, is there anything that you want to add? Did I miss anything? Mm. And she said, no. So I was like, oh, good. Dodge the bullet. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and how can I make it better? You taught me that. How can I make it better? Because yeah. I'd never, I don't think I'd ever done that it's before. Important. That is an act of service to the other person, which is the best way to make a wrong right. 
is like, okay, I've apologized, Mm -hmm. but how do I make it right? How can I be of service to you so that you know that I love you, so that you know I'm sincere about my apology? Like, it's so important. Yeah. Because we have to be willing to change. And if you're just going to somebody and saying, hey, I'm really sorry I did that, but... Cancels the whole thing out. (laughs) Yeah. Then you didn't actually make an amends. And... If I had said, is there anything that I can do to make this better or to to change it? And she had given me, yeah, well, you could um, not text me that or you could not offer me unsolicited advice. And I had dug my heels in and said, well, um, I am your sponsor. So <laughs> that yeah. also would have negated everything. So you have to be, um, I think, open and willing to make change as well and to yeah. listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Listening is a, is a huge deal. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about that whole situation now? So I had for, I don't know, because I feel like something inside me settled after that conversation. You I, want me to go fuck him up? Yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Problem is I have to see his mother in a couple of months. I'm not sure how that's going to go. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, I feel good that I had a voice and that I was able to express you really hurt me Mm -hmm. without being mean, without being nasty, without being a little bitch about it. I was just like, this is what happened. I'm, this is how I feel. I'm not asking anything of you, but I wish to not communicate anymore. And that for me was my boundary. That may not work for other people. Mm -hmm. It's what worked for me. So I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. And you set a boundary. Yeah. I don't know about you, but by the way, I I also saw him. Ooh. at the ORC oh. and made eye contact with him yeah. and he didn't it, it, he looked right through me I just remembered that I am fucking right not to talk to him maybe he broke up with that girl and that's why he's contacting you now well no they got married oh they got so married. it's more secure now because there's a ring I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what happened wow so yeah amends yeah it is um so here's like here's a good question what do you think or what do you do when you think that someone owes you an amends, but you're not getting it? Well, that's the whole thing. I don't have to receive an apology to mm-hmm. forgive someone. It doesn't mean that I'm like the gates are wide open and they can walk back into my right. life. Yeah. But I've experienced this with family where I forgave them long before they gave me an apology. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't need it from them, when they finally did, something just settled in me. Yeah. But if my forgiveness is contingent upon someone else's apology, it's like my love being contingent on someone else's return of love. It's mm-hmm. not real love for me. Right. Like, if I'm only going to love you if you love me. That's not... How is that love? Right. <laughs> it's, it's called manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> and conditional. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Amends. They're Amends. beautiful. Go out and do them. <laughs> Make What em. are you waiting for? <laughs> and talk to your sponsor first. You don't just go running around saying you're sorry to people because they've heard that fucking bullshit before and they don't want to hear it anymore. And don't go after you did your fourth into an amend. (laughs) The steps are there. I saw a meme this morning. The steps are there for a reason. Yes. And it was like a counter with a big pool of milk and then cereal was on top of the milk and then the bowl was on top of the cereal. Right. And it was like the steps are in order for a reason. That's amazing. It's a very good illustration. That's a good good mental image. I was also thinking when you said that, I was thinking in my mind, picture a stair case and there's a big gap between four and nine Mm. imagine what would happen if you tried to step from step four all the way up to step nine you'd fall through you'd fall on your fucking face yeah so the steps are there for a reason love it i love you julie i love you too lisa so much fun 
We hope you have as much fun listening to Two Sober Chicks. Make sure you drop us a line at the number two soberchicks at gmail.com and visit us on all our various social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. And this has been Two Two Sober Sober Chicks. Chicks.